Today on Vulnerable, I have the opportunity of sitting down with two really good guys, Jake Short and Bradley Stephen Perry. Um, they come from a different era of Disney talent, um, and so it was very exciting to be able to like sit them down, chat with them about life, where they've been, and how they've had fun together on a podcast that they've done, and just like really cool guys. I really enjoyed chatting with them. I hope you enjoy a trip down memory lane for me, for you, and for them on Vulnerable. What's up, guys? It's so nice to actually meet you. Aww. Yeah, yeah, be here in person. I feel like I've been talking to you for quite some time, but I. I, I stalked you know. first, and then I reached out. I didn't know that part. Well, I don't know if I stalked you, but like I was following up. Appropriate on, research. Yeah, I was looking at what you were up to because, I mean, you guys were you were doing a podcast and you were killing it, and I was like, who are these these lads? Young bucks. Yeah. Are yeah. we young? Yeah. I mean, like I don't that. know about we. I'm 39. How old are you? 24. 26. Yeah, you're young. Why'd you sound wow. like that? Because I just it's 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 crazy that each time you say it out loud, you know. Yeah. yeah. 26 does have a certain ring to it that 24 does not. 26 has a, a ring to it of I'm no longer on my family's health insurance. That's uh, pretty. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was on my, was on my birthday cake too, actually. I don't know why they put that on there, but. Are you 26 I, or that, that, that I'm no longer on my health, family's health insurance. It was yeah. on your birthday cake? That's yeah. what, That's what fucking big was like. your birthday cake? Here you go, cake. by the way. Massive. Yeah, what? you're like. This is happy birthday. You're not on our health insurance anymore. Yeah, that's that's what you did. Yeah, no. I haven't had to deal with that yet. I got about a year and a couple months. Boys, you don't have, and I say boys, men, you health don't insurance. have. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm 39. I could start. I'm going to give you some Werther's original on your way out. Yeah, nice. That's <laughs> so. They're nine year olds think these days. Um, but uh, you don't have health insurance from SAG. I sure don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. I've never had to deal with any of that. I, You're you relatively healthy. so young when I started. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm better than healthcare is what my problem. No, I, I started working when I was so young. I don't, I didn't. I don't think you I have SAG healthcare. I don't think I do. Guys, how did no. you meet? Uh, we work, working. Yeah, we did well, yeah, but like, but like how old? 13, 14 years old. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was driving by then. I was like 15, 16, yeah. Oh, okay. And that's how you met. You guys didn't meet each other at the Oakwoods like beforehand? Oh, no. Or at auditions? Wow. No, actually, we technically what did meet. Place. Supposedly, we met at the Muppets premiere. Uh, yeah, I, I was doing uh, like Disney 365. It was like a, a side promo thing. Oh, I know. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Disney 411. Yeah. Yes. Disney 365. Yeah. Pass the plate. Uh, all uh, that J fun what stuff. is it? Jake's Super Short Show. Oh, Leo's Super Short Le Show. Wait. No, there was it's his Leo Little's big show, and oh, then there was right. the Super show, Short that's Show. Right. Mike's Super Short Mike's Show. Super Mike's Super Short Not yeah. Jake Short. Yeah. Same guy. <laughs> I would have been very Yeah, we met Brie. I don't, I mean, you remember that? I don't remember meeting you at the Muppets premiere, no. No, I remember no that. No offense. Because that, that none taken. Um, but you remember meeting him? I remember him. meeting him, yeah. What was it like for you? Uh, starstruck moment. Really cool. Yeah. Were you I remember, really? Like, yeah, I remember I mean, some fourteen. A little, a little bit less starstruck than Rashida Jones, who came almost directly after oh, him. Cool. But um, every person. <laughs> Did you guys yeah, go to babies, college together? No, he went to college. Yeah. Okay, where'd you go to college? USC. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've I've heard of it. Yep. Did you go there for film? I did go there for film. Of course. Yeah. I I, I went there because you uh, had no experience. With no. Film yeah. Prior yeah to I wanted to learn about it. I I went there to go to college, but subsequently also went for film you know where i went you know where columbia university oh nice for fucking film oh <laughs> why yeah why did i fun. do that it took me 12 years to finish my degree because oh i my kept God. leaving for professional leave oh 
And in between, I lived like a myriad of lives in LA. That's a long time That's, to I was commit say, I'm to su school. I'm surprised that they let you do professional leave that much. Too. I you think just... it's because it's Ivy. And so the mm. Ivy has the idea that like, you'll always come back or mm. you're missing out if you don't come back or something like they, they're, they're kind of cocky that way. And, well, and I was forfeit classes. Like if you left in the middle, would you have to restart the class? Or is it? Uh, no, like no, like wherever I ended, I, I ended at sophomore year. And so when I when I came back, I was a sophomore and a half or I was like, a yeah, sophomore yeah. and a half or whatever. So I had like five terms left. And so when I went back, I triple course loaded it. Um, I actually went back twice. I went back at 26, met my husband. We got engaged, stayed in L.A. so he could go to AFI. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And okay, we'd nice. been a lot of film school going on. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And I, I wanted to quit acting really badly. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm here right, right now. Hello, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you guys quit acting. No, no, oh, I no, didn't quit. See, uh, see, it's so complex, isn't would, it? Would, I did get to be there. You I mean, want to. I would love to. It's like You um, wish you could quit it. You would, <laughs> yes, you would love to not love something. but uh, I got a DM yesterday that said, uh, I, I imagine you just wanted to live a normal life. That's why you no longer work. And I thought, yeah, I yeah, wanted to respond and be like, great. that's exactly why I'm doing you got it. You got it. You, next time I work, I'll be come. like, I, I decided to come back. That's what it was. I just wanted to come back to it. I love your guys' um, dynamic. You guys have this like really fun, dry humor. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it's brutal from time to time. but it's, Can be uh, off-putting, I yeah, found. Certainly. I mean, it makes me nervous. I'm not going to lie because I'm extremely charming. And, mm. um, and you guys are charming, but in like the male version of me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I get it. I see what you're doing. I don't have to yes. be called charming. You're charming. What? I've never really been called charming. That's, uh, I mean, you're not being charming when you look at me like that. But <laughs> I've, been, I've been called an asshole many things along those lines. I've never got In charming. your DMs? Oh, you can yeah, still yeah, be yeah. an asshole and be charming. Unemployed in the DMs is most of the ones I get apparently. What, what's the craziest thing a hater has ever said to you guys? Oh man. Oh, or like, geez. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Googled or something. I'll start. People are like, Chrissy Romano, is she dead? <laughs> I mean, that's like the, the the classic child star. Yeah. Google search. I mean, I feel like all the all the insults I get called now are like playground TikTok insults. Did you start at Columbia when you were eighteen? Yeah, I started. Well, I went to Barnard, which is where uh, Greta Gerwig went at, at the same class. She was in my Spanish class. Barbie is the first time I've been to a theater in months. Really? Just crazy. Yeah. Well, actually, it was kind of really lovely to see. The, the folks in the seats. It felt like when I was growing up and everyone oh, was yeah. going to Yeah, it's nice movies. seeing people. Go like on a holiday weekend, people would like do yeah. that. They would like be home and everyone would go see each other mm -hmm. and they'd bump into each other at yeah. the meet cute kind of. It's so nice. Where yeah. have you, you been? Know. I was at college. I, I oh. went so many times, I feel like, growing up. And then in the last like, even I feel like it was before COVID. It wasn't even like. It was before it was, COVID. It, wasn't co people it was because COVID. streaming happened before yeah. COVID, yeah. you know? Totally. And then like, that's what took us, that's what made people survive was being able to stream through covid you know yeah was because things were premiered like big movies yeah. were premiered on the on. streaming networks wait so did you go to school with greta gerwig i went i went when i was 18 years old to barnard for one year before disney offered me beauty and the beast on broadway i was there for about a year and a half and um and certainly wasn't in the same circles as her i think she was definitely dedicated to her craft like from day one mm. i think if you see ladybird like it ends with her going to barnard Mm. Um, and so she was like a dedicated, you know, feminist filmmaker and I, it took me years to get to that place. But by the time that I graduated, I was like really considering doing a documentary about child actors and like, that's kind of how vulnerable I think like ended up becoming 
um, a topic of, of, you know, like where we are right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also am really interested because you guys kind of started getting together and a lot of people started tagging me in some of your stuff. And then that's how we started talking. So I know that you guys met then when you were 15 at the Muppets. Yes. Mm -hmm. You were too young to remember, I guess. To uh, big time. I think at that time I was six inches taller than him, so I couldn't see. (laughs) That's true. You got a growth spurt then because you guys are the same height. Oh, I wish. No, he he passed me. Oh, yeah. I I was tall going into fifth grade. I was taller than everybody. And then I did not grow again. I stopped at that height and then everybody else kept going. I didn't notice your height. I didn't I didn't I didn't grow until I was like 16 or 17. I was like 4'11". That's really short and to really tall. Yeah. I feel like, you know, who else did that was, um, uh, I always call him Ned and that's so dumb. It's Devin. Devin. Devin Werkheiser. Yeah. And Shia. Shia also did that where Mm. like one day he was like a little itty bitty and then the next thing he was tall. Yeah. Like his dad, like super, super tall. How tall is he? I think he's like 6'2". He's like something crazy. Shia's 6'2"? He's super tall. Yeah. That's my my dream by the that end of even deceptive. stevens he was like six foot two and like like you know his dad's like s- just like that super dull so guys then what made you guys like each other versus like people who are co-stars who end up just like drifting apart oh we started that way so we started out yeah. hating each other and then we became uh acquaintance acquaintances yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're not actually friends you're just acquaintances right yeah we spent a lot of time together for people who are acquaintances but uh he um I didn't he, realize the first, that. I thought like, y'all were besties no yeah. no i hate his guts yeah terrible <laughs> person um he he charming very charming yeah i just learned uh, the first season we just had totally different work dynamics i i goofed off a whole bunch and he had worked with adults his whole life so i didn't take anything very seriously and looking back on it it's funny because the work we were doing it's wasn't serious at all. So I was the weird one in that situation <laughs> trying to take it seriously. Did you ever feel like people were like, come on, lighten up, like from the crew? I got that because I was the serious theater girl from New York that came in. Oh. And like Shy was like the slapsticky little brother and was like poking, yeah. you know, doing all these funny jokes. It wasn't really that. It wasn't like I was taking the, the work too seriously. It was more of like I was taking working too seriously. Mm-hmm. I was like a, a 13-year-old who was 40 years old. Yeah, yeah you're bringing you know? your briefcase to work and yeah. opening in. It wasn't like I... I would go in a, a suit every single day. That's how you remember it. <laughs> yeah, suit and rehearsal days. <laughs> He'd take off his tie. Yeah, when so things were getting serious, outfit, I would put on my tie. Which was probably like a Hawaiian shirt and cargo, yeah, yeah. And cargo shorts. I had done a show with, uh, you know, all adults before. Mm-hmm. Which show was that? Having worked on uh, Good Luck Charlie. Oh, yeah. And um, so when we went to Mighty Med, I was working with people my own age for the first time, and it just was a, it was a, it was a bit of a shock for me. But it, it was, it, it's an interesting thing because like I grew up working with adults, so I like formed my work ethic around theirs, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like like the dad on our show, and he still says this like, like he'll who do any job, like any any work is work, and I think that's such like a prominent thing right now in our industry with the with strike going on and everything. Men. It's yeah. like people just being like, work is work. Like yeah. if you can get a job, get a job. That's how I've made my living. And so that's that was always his outlook. And so I was I always felt like I'm here and this is so incredible that I get to to work, you know? Not saying that you didn't feel that well, way, but it was just okay. Oh, well I'm I saying totally he didn't did. feel that way, but yeah. uh it was just a lot less serious, you know? And so I took it way more seriously and then 
we kind of balanced each other out. I go and I played like dominoes with the grips during lunch. I go out and like, like <laughs> you smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I was smoking cigarettes. Probably. I was gambling. I mean, probably. I, I, mean, I definitely I, smoked a cigarette or go. two with with <laughs> a grip. Yeah, for sure. I'd go out for for lunch, even though they were like, just don't just don't leave the lot. Just stand the lot. I'd be like, eh, I'm gonna go get something. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you guys shoot? Uh, we LA shot Center. at L.A. Center, and then LA we shot Center. at uh, Rally. Hollywood Center. Oh, yeah. Hollywood Center. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which has a new name. Oh, is it Los Palmas Studios now? Oh, really? Like yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, They're so industry. Built, well, oh, yeah, so because uh, the one that we worked at originally. Oh, you didn't work there. The the one that we've shot the oh, first. Oh, Occidental. Thing. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Occidental's far. That is the most worst disgusting place. studio. Um, I don't know. I haven't been there in ten years. Though. Netflix bought uh, Bronson. Hunts oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just so people who are not in the industry who are listening know, these are all these little studios that exist. Yeah. And have existed since like Lucille Ball days, and like yeah. Disney will buy up certain lots and do like you know that. So Raven was on one of them, and uh, Zendaya's show was on it. And yeah, stuff. that was it. Lost. Were you guys? Were you guys like that? Was part of your? It's that was almost like era. an alumni. I was gonna yeah. say like everyone has, and I also always wonder about this, and people dog me for this because they're like, why? Why are you talking about yourself? Did you guys like? Were you aware of like my generation? Of, oh yeah, of Disney actors. Yeah, I actually loved your guys' show. Oh, I watched Steven Stevens all the time. All the time. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Were yeah. you like inspired by the zaniness uh, of it? One hundred percent for your acting. I mean, I think uh, everyone liked this little thing that we did. They they. Loved that. <laughs> and, um, and we were the originators of that. Yep. Yes. Remember that. Yeah, which is so wild to me that these days people are like, oh, I, I dreamed growing up. Yeah, I got to yeah. do a wand thing, and I was like, yeah, it's not the same anymore though. I don't feel like it is. None I feel of it's like, the same. Yeah, it's all. It's not even called Disney Channel anymore. No, it's Disney they, branded partners. They totally moved. Is that what it's called? Disney. So when it's you're watching, Disney it's Plus, like, right? I think they have the logo Disney Channel, but like officially, Disney branded partners is like how they're doing their like, you know, their LLC, not their LLC, no. but their development is kind of of the mindset that it's something that could go to streamers, right? Oh, I thought you meant like when they're doing their wand IDs, they're like, they're like and you're Disney watching Disney, Disney Branded Partners. partners. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't know. Um, no, but we had a lot of, uh, for me, it was strange because like Jason Dolly had come off of Corey, oh, yeah. Corey and the House, you yeah, know? And yeah, so Corey yeah. and the House was kind of closer to you guys at that time frame because that was a spinoff of That's a Raven, right? So, I mean, it was closer-ish and it was just this long trail that kind of led down to us. And we filmed at the same time that, uh, our first season was on the same lot that Hannah Montana was filming their fourth season. And then, you know, we shared a uh, crew for two years with uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. You know, so there was a lot of like... Um, Intersection. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. synergy lot of between everybody. Yeah, I think that helps, right? Yeah, and so... But you definitely get the hot goss from the crew. Oh, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, that stage parent. Oh, like oh, this, yeah. that, and the other. You get all the oh, hot I know. I knew exactly which show was a favorite, which one was a nightmare. <laughs> it was great. I love it. The crew needs to shut up because these are kids yeah, and they should not be gossiping about kids. Uh, I just know ask a question. They always go like, yeah. Oh, fuck that. Like, oh, I'm not like, he's seven. Yeah. I know. That's, it's it's that a four little, year old little child. Bitch, you're like, what? He's a four year old boy. Like, why are you talking about him like that? It's terrible. It's horrible. They, I mean, they're just not paid enough to like not say some shit. You know? Uh, I know. <laughs> well, and I'm sure that most crew people didn't think that they would start working on children's TV shows. Yeah. I, Even though a job's a job. The only person that I know that. Was like, a, I'll live here for a while. Was a dialogue coach who I loved 
Wendy. I don't know if you ever worked yeah. with her, but she, yeah, she's she's directing all kinds of shows over there now. I think she did like three or four Nick shows, and she's still directing Disney shows. Well, I will say though, I mean, but they start there and they sort of live there. It doesn't. It, it kind of gets a bad rep, but at the end of the day, it's it's one of the only networks that does uh, thirty episodes. You talking about something like that? Nick no, working on like any kind of kid sitcom like that, you know. So it's like for uh, for crew members. Well, I mean, still, I mean, I don't know if it still does, but at the time, for like, did. I know, like, crew oh my god, loved Bunked that. is like Bunked insane. So yeah. what, uh, um, what's her like name? Seventh or eighth season. What's her name? Who has been like grandfathered into it? Who's the Miranda oh. May? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you guys met her? Yeah. From yeah, back yeah. in the day. Mm -hmm. So I haven't met her. We have another parasocial relationship. Um, all roads lead back to me, friends. How I'm just that? trying to be like the godmother of all of the, 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 the Disney kids. If I could, I would. Um, but I, I, I love her and I can't wait for her to kind of join us here. But she's like the most OG at this oh, yeah. point because yeah. she's been on that thing nonstop for yeah. years and years and years and years. And she's the same character. Is it still going? She was like, I think, I think so. she was a camper and now she's like the head of the, the whole thing or something. something. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild to me. They're on like the... Grey's Anatomy format at this point. So yeah, twenty five seasons. And I remember that's ran random. Didn't and they do? Did they recast a couple times, or is it the same cast? I mean, she's been there forever. But well, they've like, had to. Yeah, the campers get new, but she stays the same. And so I just find it wild to see an actor that's like, no, I'm staying here. Job's a job. Exactly. Yeah. But do you really feel that way though? Do you feel like if 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 you were offered anything at this point, you would take it? Ooh, anything tough yeah anything if a job's a job well i mean i think it kind of depends on what anything entails yeah because i mean at the end of the day though if you're getting offered something that's paying you a thousand dollars for two months work you're gonna go well that's not, not a job that costs you money yeah i, mean, I also yeah. think working in a, in, a, in a position like that like specifically if you're on a kid's show for eight years your audience is going to follow you to your adulthood, whatever the next thing you work on, but you're also going to have an entire, like if I went from a kid's show to uh, Grey's Anatomy or uh, even like a yeah. reputable feature film, right? Uh, I think you build an entirely new audience. So if I want to go do something for eight years, that's kind of quiet. And I develop this audience over here. I think there's a totally new audience you can acquire and access. I think typecasting does, we think typecasting does a lot of damage. I, I really think that there, there's a breakthrough point if you can sit through eight seasons of doing something. Yeah. I just think you get tired of doing the same thing over and over again, but. It's like theater. It's like people that totally. like, I remember doing Beauty and the Beast and there was a guy who played a fork and he played a fork since what day one. I, just, I was just yeah. gonna say, it's the most amazing fork. sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he played a fork. Guy who played, a fork. played a fork. I think, yeah, he played a fork and like, he was a fork. He was like, you know, village man number two. He was a fork. Yes. He was, yeah. All my work be the is spoon. being a fork and I'm sick of it. <laughs> You saw him in you. that uh, Campbell's commercial? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I used him as my spoon. <laughs> <in the commercial. laughs> He's a full-grown man, okay? Yeah. And his name, I think, no, it wasn't Glenn. It was something else. But anyway, this this guy was there the whole time, and it was a 14-, 15-year run. So he was there from the time he was, like, probably in his, you know, 20s, 30s, and was, like, you know, fucking 60 by the time he was done. It was just, it was just very strange to me well, to see I someone's mean, dedication to the production that way. Silverware does have a long lifespan. Yeah, like that's that. true. Only yeah, you the can finest. Use it quite a bit. Yeah, it's a nice, only the finest. Fine china. I think for that's the, beast. the and I think you know, job to job, but it becomes your ability to tolerate doing the same thing. Over, I don't know, doing Russell the same Murray. show over again. Yeah, but I mean, Especially, to a certain extent, though, wouldn't somebody who's worked in an office for forty years be like, 
oh poor you yeah i've been uh, doing the same numbers every single day for 40 years it's like it's not that crazy to think and also at the same time i mean like you look at something like friends they went for 10 years and then in the end of it it's like well yeah you you made a good living and your show was hysterical and you liked working with the people it's like how bad could it possibly be you know oh, bad <laughs> really really <laughs> horrible bad. what was bad no, not actually yeah. bad. I just meant like... No, there's nothing <laughs> bad about friends. That's like the it's ideal amazing. work environment. Well, look, I think that uh, there's the elephant in the room is the strike that's happening right now, mm. right? Um, so the deal is this. Do you think that are actors we, Are we negotiating it? terms right now? Yeah. This is the deal. Let's hash this yeah. shit out. Definitely yeah. not. I'm wrong. Yeah. Do you think that actors have it as laborers? Are they, are they just as entitled to fair compensation as, say like a coal worker or like somebody who's a factory worker, somebody who's laboring in a way that's like way more like extreme on their bodies. And I mean, I would not classify it the same way. I know that we're saying labor a lot, especially in like a public setting, but I would not, I, I really enjoy what I do. If I was having to do a job like that, where, I mean, if you're a coal worker, it's probably taking years off of your life. Nine times out of 10, a person who's working actual labor jobs, like hard labor, we should say hard labor yeah. jobs. Um, like physical Like even the labor. crew, even crew is like oh, hard yeah. labor, like compared to the actor that's like it's, it's, getting I mean, their makeup done. It's such a, it's such a messy topic because like, you know, if I was to talk to uh, a friend of mine who works in an office and he's like, and I'm complaining about not getting residuals. And then he's like, well, yeah, but if I got fired tomorrow, you know, Best Buy is not going to pay me for my work that I did for the last five years. So it's kind of like, and then I go, oh, well, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. You got a kind of pretty privilege there, uh, to know? a certain point. Yeah. You're going to get your, your, your severance. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it is um, different. It's just different. And it's a personally, I feel like it's a whole new world that we've opened up with streaming and everything. So, it just needs to be figured out because if it's a formatting problem from before, it's, it's nobody to blame. It's no, it's just a, we're just, we're doing a new a, thing. We're all a trying million to million year old contract. Do you guys want to do that? First of all, I think that this is so, it's so overdue because it's like when stuff started oh, yeah. streaming on the streaming platform that we're on, I was like, is anyone going to say anything about that? Like, is anyone going to? Yeah. Well, but that's not like <laughs> what streaming was in the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's kind of, it had to take time because they weren't doing like, it, it wasn't like that. When streaming first came out, it was like, it all kind of still played into you're getting your residuals. Like I remember using Netflix to get like the Big Bang Theory discs. You oh know? yeah, like Netflix oh, yeah. used to come and as a just CD disc, to your house. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, that's what streaming was. Almost it was like, like a platform and they just put it all like on. Like Blue there. Apron or something. You know, it was like, right. it comes to my house, I, I ingest the content and then I send it back. Yeah, and then so it was like this slow... 10-year mm. burn of like we're trying new things. By the things. way, Blockbuster was still around when you were ordering those CDs. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah I would go and get or my Is it really? Oh, yeah. VHS. Oh, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, Blockbuster. I loved Blockbuster. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. I can still like smell Blockbuster. Mm, stale yeah. popcorn and like and, that like, plastic. And like the plastic of the yeah. meat. Yeah. <laughs> the 
VHS, exactly. 100%. Yeah, that that weird v, like the weird plastic too that never really fit together. No, 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 no. Yes, when they had when that. they didn't yeah. have the correct, correct disc and it just had like Blockbuster on it, and you open it <laughs> yeah. up and it had this like loose sleeve. <laughs> yeah. They would yes. change it. Now, anxiety. Yeah. You got I know. anxiety. I think I actually still have. I was like, a, oh my god, they're gonna like they're gonna uh, debit, you know, like or ding oh, yeah. you or something if you. Well, I guess so. That's rewind it. That's you don't what rewind killed. VHS. Oh my god. I guess what, what killed Blockbuster more than anything wasn't really Netflix. It was the fact that they started doing the uh, no late fees. Really? Yeah. Like the thing that like really killed them was that they they were able to just say like, we used to do these late fees, right? And then there was like, well, now no late fees because we want more customers. Oh, I remember And that. then everybody just kept their shit. And then so all the shelves were empty. I'm also really stupid, so I could be totally wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly... No, I what remember happened? them being like, no late fees. Yeah, and then I guess that just killed them as a company because people were just, well, why would I bring Didn't they have the back? opportunity to buy out Netflix too? I mean, at one point they were worth... Oh yeah, they were, they were huge. Soon. But my, my point was, I, I guess that it's just like, it's, it's been a long time coming of you know something new happening and we're all going, okay, well, we've got to figure this out. Yeah, um, when do you guys think the strike will be done? I'm calling it in January. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing end of the year. When, well, it is funny because uh, the film industry is like the only business in the world that's like, well, it's like it's, November 15th. I, I know. Be done. They are done. Everyone is out of the office yeah, looking I'll be for back January Oh, it's 15th. like this Jewish holiday or it's this. It's and, oh, it's something. Yeah, no, there's, there's I, a lot of. I was talking to some guy today who was like, well, I heard, this is how he sounds. He's like, I heard the, the industry, it's, if it's going to shut down for another three months, he's like, Hollywood's over. And I was like, what, what's going to replace it? What's going to replace <laughs> entertainment worldwide? Yeah. Well, you want to know the other thing too. Because I mean, you can't even work in other cities. I'm like, is it, he's like, what about Atlanta? I was like, that's not, that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> all, all production starts here in LA. This just because it's a runaway are. production. Yeah. Like even, yeah. I don't know how that works in Canada though. It's also just kind of like, unfortunately, Actron. the strike happened yeah. in like 2008, you know, and there wasn't any network television being made. So nobody could watch anything. It was kind of consequential, right? And then it's like they had to resort to reality TV. But now it's like, dude, if I open, if you didn't make any TV show for two years, I could still probably find new things to watch on a streaming platform. That's true. Oh, yeah. Even you know? for kids. And we know that kids ingest stuff that's old. And yeah. like from whatever they're watching of ours. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, I was going to say like people still... I have kids that are like 10 years old that'll recognize me. And I'm like, oh, you're way too young to have seen me literally 10 years ago. Right. You were just born. But they're like parents or uncles or something are like watching it with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like love showing it to them. Yeah, right. I know. It's, it's interesting. I know. I know. That's the thing is that we can talk about it and it's still kind of living in our memories. And it's still something that we walk around with. It's not even that we're trying to promote it. It's just that like this is our experience with it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you think, because I know that on your podcast, you guys did talk about some, you know, like some themes of being young performers, right? Mm -hmm. Am I right about that? Or yeah, were you guys yeah. just mostly just hanging out? No, we just sat there. It was yeah. it was an hour of us just sitting. Just I can't out. tell if you're serious. No, I'm I'm not being serious. Okay, good. No. See, this is this is the thing. It's like you remind me of my my brother-in-law. He does the same thing, or people in general. I'm very gullible. <laughs> I'm very very gullible. Um, but um. Do you think that like that child actors right now are being impacted mentally by this? By the strike? Yeah, because think about it. The ones that had like health insurance and coverage, you know, like from 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 you know from mm -hmm. doing work. I'm I, I'm I'm not sure if they are dependents and that their parents qualify for them, but 
I just remember having health insurance my whole life and it never being a problem and always having the best of the best that I needed. And I just wonder how it's impacting the kids at this point. Is it? On, no one is asking that question, by the way. Is it on hold? I mean, like, is there healthcare? Oh no, healthcare isn't. Like, but they can't qualify for it. Because they're next, not making next, next, next. Nobody's gonna. See, is anyone gonna be able to qualify for my it? My girlfriend's like, on there. That's that. She's like, they they gotta give me a waiver. She's like, I literally can't make money. She's like, I'm qualified up until this point. But I mean, by the end of the strike, if it's six months long, seven months long, that that's time that you can't work. And what, I mean, what qualifies you if you have previous residuals over the last like seven months? Is that the only thing? If you've made um, something like, like twenty six thousand dollars within a quarter, I love how we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting older. I was looking it up because I wanted some, but uh, no, I don't think I can qualify either. Yeah, well, I will give you a hack. If you guys um, hack the website, okay. If you do, if you do new media, um, and it's a sponsored content from anyone, not the streaming platforms. Um, there's a new media contract that I would encourage you to look into for the specifics mm. um, and contact SAG because that does help mm. and does count know that. your health insurance. Wow. So anybody who's listening that might need a little hack, I am allowing you to know that information. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, everybody, good luck. <laughs> May yeah. the odds be in your favor for yeah. sponsored content. <laughs> I will say they're pretty responsive in terms of like we've asked what we've called. I've had a friend call and ask what he's able to do and what we're allowed to talk about and they are fairly responsive right now which is i feel like surprising i don't know why i, I, I maybe i've just never had to try to contact sag to ask this many questions but I've, i mean guys i've contacted sag for every reason under the sun i feel like i've gotten money from the actors fund back in the day to like pay bills at one point oh yeah the, like, their foundation yes i mean i've i've looked into all of their different but again back to the mental health of the kids. Like, I'm curious, what do you think the impact of it would be for somebody who moved out here with their parents to like start working on something that was in develop, de development with Disney or something and is now like, I guess they just move home? Or how, they, how old? Oh, I mean, this is so specific. But I think, I think let's talk about a tween actor, a tween actor from the age of like nine to like 14, okay? Anywhere from the age of nine to 14 and they're like, and they're they're breaking through. They have an agent. You know, they were doing really well. And mentally, you know, they have a stage parent. Let's say they have a stage parent that's like mm -hmm. really intense. And they've been displaced from their family. And now, and now it's like, this has kind of been stripped from them. You know what I mean? Like I know that people have gone through what COVID did for production. Kind of is like almost like this all over again. Mm -hmm. I think if you're a tween, at least you're aware of some of the the tasks and the ups and downs you're going to take on, even even if the industry is working. I mean, you're going to constantly face rejection, even if things are going in your favor. You, you've experienced it, unless um, everything has gone right your entire life. But Everything, um, every single thing. Every single thing. Has gone perfectly, perfectly right correct. for me. Yes. And everyone should be jealous. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what the name of your next show is, right? That's the name of my next show. Should podcast. be jealous. And everyone should be jealous. <laughs> Um, <laughs> 10 out of 10 that's what it's gonna be called <laughs> i mean i'm sure it's i'm sure it's tough i, I think it would depend a lot on the the parent and what but how they're come on most stage parents are not adequately equipped to no. deal with their children's well yeah i like, mean how could you be it's such a strange situation i mean i don't think anybody could possibly know what they're doing uh, when you have to move across a country and then take your kid to work every single day. And if it's an industry her. outside of, I mean, my grandma was a chemist and she's the one that moved out here with me. So she had absolutely no knowledge. Yeah. Of what yeah. We were walking you know, into. it's like, I, 
part of me would feel probably worse for the parent because I, I think uh, maybe I was naive, but everything was pretty cool at 10 years old. You know, okay. I didn't, I didn't think about health insurance, I guess. <laughs> now you do. I'm fucking 24. I'm still not later. even thinking about health insurance. You're going to after this, I promise you. No, I'm oh, going yeah. to in a year and a half when I have to deal with it. And it'll be on your birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I got the same birthday cake, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a, <laughs> I, you're, you're, you're a parent. Right. Uh -huh. I, I would imagine it would be harder to have that conversation with your kid. Right. Than rather than I mean, just, I just to say like, you're not going to work. The time, oh, are you going to put your kid in the business? You're going to forget it for so many reasons. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's like harder on me. You're right. I think yeah. it would be harder on me to, to, to put them forward when I'm already so worried about uh, providing a legacy for them and like yeah. savings for them and assets for them. And like, I'm trying to do that for them. And based on, you know, any sacrifices I've made younger. So I just, I, I don't think I'm, I, I mean, they talk about like nepotism babies and we're really going around, but like, I do think there is a difference with the kids in Hollywood that are able to be like, well, my, my dad is Judd Apatow. And like, I, I have the ability to like go home and know that like, I, I'm not worried yeah. about that stuff. Yeah. You're not keeping yourself out here. Basically you're not breadwinning for not necessarily your family, but in order to keep you in Los Angeles. But could, I mean, a, I could a 13 year old really even process that uh, position they're in, regardless of if there was a strike or anything along the lines? Because I, I think when you're that age and you, even if you know I'm financially supporting my family out here, I, I don't think it's like the same trauma that it would be for like, you know, a, a 40 year old who's like, fuck, I can't get my kids to school. Cause you're like, I'm 13 years old. I don't even know what's going on. I don't well, even know why I mean, I'm that's here. That's the thing is uh, how many questions are, is the kid asking and how, what, what's the support system? If the parents not walking them through the situation and saying like, hey, uh, we can't. I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like it's such a crazy thing. I didn't even know I was really working at that age. You know what I mean? Really? I, it felt like a fun gig that I got to do. I was. Oh, I thought that was my life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just mm -hmm. was way more fun than everybody else was having in my brain, you know? And so like, I think if my mom came to me and was like, look, the, the car payment's going to be tough this month. But what about like, like the Sprouse brothers? Like you grew up with the Sprouse brothers, right? Like yeah. they were in your, your era. They yeah. were a little, a little, little bit before. before us. Yeah. They were actually babies on even Stevens. They were in like an episode where we like, where I think Shia's oh, character hilarious. like uh, babysat for them and they were twins. Oh, they were guest stars on that show? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they had done like Big Daddy and stuff like that. But like. That's, it's so funny. I mean, it's interesting to hear him speak out about it because it, that was his experience. It was very little support, very little instruction, yeah. a lot of, you know, mental health issues there with family. And so it, it's, it's anyway, my heart goes out to those kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, it's tough. And those kids are at risk in times like this. And so um, I do hope that in general, that that becomes a part of the conversation at some point that like, like they pay just as many dues as anyone else and so i just feel like right we all paid yeah. the same amount of dues it wasn't like we got a child yeah, actor no, due so. payment i think you just got paid less because you were a child <laughs> you still paid the same yeah. dues it's so awful yeah. on so many levels if you think about it anyway look i'm not i'm not here to hate on it i i love talking to you guys about it because y'all came into my my I don't know, orbit, you know, like yeah. with what y'all were doing with the podcast. And so I want to know what it is you guys want to be doing. Do you guys really love each other so much that you want to keep talking in a format that's in front of a microphone? Like, what is it that you, what is it, what are your goals during the strike and after the strike? Um, Do you I mean, love your uh, fans enough to like give them that? 
Oh yeah. I mean, oh my he's, god. Yeah. He's a good writer, so I think he'll you know Thank be you. great if you uh, sold something while the the other industry is on strike. Yeah, I, I enjoy. Uh, I mean, I enjoy that process of like getting something made. I think is a very uh, fulfilling thing to see something go from absolutely nothing to being on set. Such a crazy thing. And I think having grown up being an actor, it's funny you think the first day of work is the first day of that job, but everybody else is there and they're like, yeah, we've been here been for, for four weeks. months, yeah. like just prepping this thing. And then he's been writing this for two years trying to figure it out. But as an mm. actor, you're like, oh, what do you mean? I thought this was everybody's first day, you know? Yeah. So like, I think that just realizing the work uh, that goes into it beforehand, I, I think probably could also only make you a better actor to understand where everybody else around you is coming from. As far as the podcast goes, I mean, like we just have a good time talking to people. Yeah. And just the, that mean, we're like doing exactly what you're doing. It's just talking to each other, bouncing ideas off of someone else, and learning what the industry was like from an entirely di different perspective, but in, a, in the same situation. I mean, growing up working is super weird, especially around uh, adults that are, I mean, taking a big chance as, as artists. I think it's a, a really cool experience, and everyone we've talked to has shed incredible light on, on how they grew up. We'll see. I've also kind of found, I feel like through, through interviewing those people is I feel like there's a, a wall that kind of goes up as a child actor that you're, you know, I don't know, especially in, in, in the strike right now that it's all, it was all so awful and so tough. And it was this hard thing that we all had to deal with. But I think when you kind of start talking to people, especially the ones that we spoke with, like deep down, you kind of, you kind of get to the point of like, Hey, that was also really awesome. You oh, know, yeah, for like sure. what we got to do was really amazing. Oh my God, so and amazing. We made millions of people laugh. And if that's the only thing I've ever do in my life, that's mm. the best thing ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's, it's a crazy thing that people watched you every single week, you know? And so it's like, I, I, I kind of found with everybody we talked to, it's like at the end of it, you're like, yeah, we all super... But we're super lucky we got to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like as hard as it was. I'm with you. It was yeah. also incredible, you know? Look, I'm with you and that I think that exactly what you just said is vital to be the main part of the narrative, that it's a balance of this is what we went through and this is also what we went through, yeah. how mm -hmm. great it was, right? I mean, that's perfectly fine to have the spectrum of human experience yeah. attached to the human experience. Yeah. However, um, I personally feel like there could be more protections. And so okay. I would, I, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it just seems like we're, we're heading in a direction where mental health is talked about more frequently. And so I just think it's really great, no matter what form it's in and no matter how you see it, it's great that it's, the conversations are being had. I mean, I also had a, a grandma who really took care of me and kept me away from uh, stuff until I was ready to see it, which, uh, you know, it's tough to be sheltered at, at times, but I, I think now that we have both sides of the experience, we have the great side of it where we got to perform weekly, and then you have the side of it where you just sort of wait for shit to happen, it feels like. But uh, yeah, I think that strong support system. His mom w worked with him every day, every yeah. day too. Mm, so I love that. Yeah. Right, so do you guys want kids? Yeah. 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 yeah both of you are like, yeah, we're doing it. I'll do it. We're doing it. Okay, good. Together.
Would you put yeah, your, we, we, would you put we, your we kids in the business? That's the final question. I think I, would not, yeah. I, I like the the feeling of like if, if that's what you want to do yeah, and you yeah. can get behind it and that's mm -hmm. a decision that you're willing to take on and you know the risks, then mm -hmm. I'll if, stand by if you. If they told me, yeah, this is the one thing I really want to do, yeah. I would do anything to support that. But I, I, I would not <laughs> encourage it. No. Because <laughs> it's just... I mean, it's a lot of work. Dude, you know, at the end of My the day... My mom didn't <laughs> give a shit about it. She's like, do whatever you want. Yeah, sure. At the end of the day, it's an unfortunate thing and I, I know we don't like to talk about it ever but so much of it is predicated on what you look like or if you're funny or if you can right place right time yeah, and it's just like yeah. i mean that's not a that's not necessarily a healthy business you know <laughs> it's the best job in the world when you're a working actor dude there's nothing better than awesome. that awesome you but, can also be in the right place in the right time and everything goes wrong that's yeah. just what the business does yeah. yeah yeah it's just a it's a crazy idea of a business to be like you know you're really good at this but we wanted somebody who was blonde so yeah oh no, i love no the thanks. feedback i yeah. love that now you don't even get any feedback whatsoever so. well that's i don't understand <laughs> feedback at all why even give it if they're like we're that was great we're just gonna go in a different direction but we really appreciate your time you're like uh, okay it's well, not feedback. Like, no just that's say the no. same as saying no actually yeah. you didn't do anything but it's also different i mean I, I i wish this was talked about in the strike but i would I would give anything to do an in-person audition again. Oh, me too. Oh, we're, they're, they're talking Just about reject that, me to my face. Oh, well, oh, but totally. yeah. Just but let I mean, me like, flop in the room. That was please. the job. At least you can get a casting director to go like, yikes. All right, we don't Thanks. need to hear the second scene. That's Thank all right. you so yeah. much. Oh, yeah. No, that's what the, the young actors <laughs> nowadays who are doing all this only have done self-tapes don't know the pain of... We're going to do uh, five scenes and then you get in there and you do two scenes and they're like, we're good. And you're like, we saw all we need fuck, <laughs> you hated those so bad. That is a pain that nobody can describe to somebody who's only done a self-tape because they don't, don't know if they're watching it. What are you going to look at the Vimeo link and they'll be like, oh, it only has one view. Where you have like five people in a room and only like one or two of them are watching the rest are on, the <laughs> yeah, on their like, phone. They're talking, they're taking notes over here about something totally separate. It's like they an intern, a casting intern that's actually watching it. Yeah, yeah. or you're about yeah. to go into the room, you're ready to go, and they're like, we're going to do a quick lunch. We'll be right there. <laughs> no! We're just going to do yes! a quick lunch. I had that happen and I was sitting there and I, I grew up playing baseball, so I was always like rushing from my auditions to yeah. go to baseball. Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to miss the game because I got to sit here for... 30 These minutes well yeah, you Carl's can't eat Jr. while i'm fucking reading <laughs> i would at least appreciate that oh my god so many i bet you guys have amazing audition stories and honestly i feel like i didn't like really conduct enough specific questions for you guys so no matter what happens if you guys feel up to it feel free let's have let's have more conversations because you guys are so fun to talk to we'll do a whole episode of just auditions yeah. I, I don't care we'll come back anytime auditions. you guys yeah. are the best and oh, it's been an you. honor to have you on and thank you for having us. um and where can everyone find you guys are you on cameo like what's your side hustle um, we're really bad with social media yeah horrible um okay. yeah you have you have someone in charge of that i just I just don't do it yeah instagram <laughs> uh Twitter is it? Because not called Twitter. It's anymore. called X, X now. now. As of right now, it's called X. I thought because the logo was X. The logo is X. No, I thought it changed too. To the name is also X. just X. It's yeah. X. Yeah, because he fucking he's like it's mine, so I'm gonna do it. He loves okay. that letter. He does like that letter. That's his son's. I was name. listening to a podcast yeah. today. Well, and X, the model X. Right. And then yeah. I was listening Space to. A, X. I was actually listening to a Wall Street Journal podcast today. 
How fancy. I didn't know I was, you were so much better than Well, me. you know, I went to Columbia, so right. 12 years. For 12, for 12 years. years. 12 years. That's right. I am a doctor. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to have a doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically, I think the idea is that Musk is going to have like an all app, like everything you get your Uber from that app, and you, you also buy stuff from that app, and you also get your credit check from that app, and you also can tweet from that app. Oh, and yeah. I think in China, they already have one, and it's called uh, something app that's a horrible name for an app it's not whatsapp it's something at all it's some shit that's already in china and so the suggestion from wall street journal is that it's that kind of i don't know if i want to check my credit i don't know if i want to tweet about the burrito i had yesterday man i just really don't care about (laughs) my burrito was yeah Yeah, like 70 oh my god this was so good and also i'm i'm doing really bad with my credit (laughs) score right now it's cool. I mean, we, maybe we can start a GoFundMe on there or something, and just just get people to get us through the strike, so we can. You know, Dude, did you bills. get the email? Do you need? Do you need yeah. Uh, did no, you get the okay. email Look. about uh the? It was from SAG. I did find this a little funny. It was asking to donate to the SAG fund, and Aww. I thought, oh, I saw that too. But I thought, well, but. <laughs> what hang about, on now. <laughs> like, why would I are you going to give it right back? What's going to happen? <laughs> I give you 40, you give me 60. It's a Ponzi scheme. The, the foundation awesome. does great work, but I was like, it, it is tough. I mean, we're all, not, no one no one can work. We are, we're not allowed to talk about the things that we used to work on. Yes, although SAG does have a podcast. I wonder how they're going to accomplish that. Terrific. Well, I actually realized that yesterday because I Googled, because I didn't know what we were allowed to talk about. So I Googled SAG podcast. That was the only thing. Yeah. I, get, I like to get to the point with my Google searches. SAG podcast. <laughs> Tell me, please, it. now. It just came up with the SAG podcast. Pray for us, please. And yeah. go follow them on socials and uh, right, donate right, to right, our right. actors <laughs> fund me page, aka Cameo. Yeah, yeah, guys, X. are you not on Cameo? Cameo. Not on Cameo. Uh, follow you on X. I, go I check love, my credit score on check X. Check his credit score. <laughs> um, but I loved talking to you guys. Thank you for coming. Finally, we yeah. got to connect yeah, no, in this person. Was nice. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching this episode of the Vulnerable Podcast. For clips of this episode and many more, go ahead and check out the Podco YouTube channel. The link is in the description.